Oh God, you're going through it. That's a dangerous thing. Go through those closets. Do not look in those bedside drawers. Don't do it. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You're listening to episode 105 of Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith, that's uh, my good self, and my good friend Morgan Richards, a.k.a. Mo Dick. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards, and we're helping you start the day from the right side of the bed and realise the time is now. I see you went for a real old one here, the right side of the bed. It's a tune, though. Yeah, it is. It's a classic tune. It's a fucking tune. Yes, if you haven't worked out from the puns or reading or seeing the artwork for this week's episode, (laughs) this week's guests are the fantastic Brandon and Porter of Atreyu. And, of course, Brandon was a previous, a former guest of the podcast. Mm -hmm. And um, we had Porter, who was a sapping virgin. So, yeah, what, what a great chat. Lovely... Lovely boys, thank you very much to both of them for coming on. Thanks for Brandon for coming on again. Did you not learn? That's the question <laughs> I put out there. And also, we talk everything at Treyu. We talk about uh, the latest lineup, the album. Well, there's a lot to cover with these guys. I mean, after 20 years of voicing a whole metalcore and rock and roll movement, Atreyu are stepping into a new era of the band. The new single, Save Us, is the first official release sporting their new lineup, with Brandon moving from drums to the frontman role. Kyle Rosa stepping in behind the kit and Porter now taking care of the more heavy tones and screams. So we invited them both on to discuss the new dynamic, Alex's departure, working on a whole album worth of secret material, motivational moments from their last two decades on the road, two very touching experiences with Chester Bennington and Chris Cornell, life in lockdown, driving strip clubs, and of course, Sean, their time with your brother, Mr. J. Smith. I can't get over it. He gets disgusted so much all the time. <laughs> it's fucking mental. Like, um, yeah, it was an absolutely brilliant chat. And yeah, for some reason, they really, really love my brother. And um, I know my brother really, really loves them as well. So... Um, yeah, thanks again to the boys. Um, yeah, they, we spoke about their streaming event where one of them has just, one of them happened back last week. And uh, yeah, one is happening next week as well. So 
Yeah, so the Carry the Fire is a two-night streaming event. Last week, Atreo performed the collection of their greatest hits. And next week, on Friday, December the 4th, the boys will be at it again, this time playing their iconic album, Lead Sales Paper Anchor in full. Tickets to both these streams are available now at atreomerch.com. That's atreomerch.com. And you can catch up on the greatest hits, get ready for sales, and have a bloody good time. Hey, it's something to do, isn't it? It certainly is. It certainly is. Definitely go check it out. Big fan of Atreo. I've been for years. And um, yeah, just fucking so nice just to meet these people and then be absolutely fucking tidy. Yeah, it's a lovely, lovely chat. There's even a part during this discussion where uh, we all applaud a really moving, moving moment from Porter. Uh, and if we're on about applauding, we've got to say a massive thank you to everyone who sent us a message in regard to our second anniversary of Sapling Podcast last week. If you haven't already, go back and check out our special celebrations episode of Charlie Simpson. Um, but it's been absolutely heartwarming to see everyone's reaction and motivation and everything over the last seven days so thank you again uh, if you want to give us a follow on our social media pages you can at sapnin pod sean how would you spell that at s-a-p-p-e-n-i-n-p-o-d that's at s-a-p-p-e-n-i-n-p-o-d Give us a follow, give us a like on Twitter and Instagram and tell us your favourite moments about us talking to some absolute superstars over the last two years. And again, a massive thank you to our wonderful Patreon community who had a yes. special Zoom celebration with us. And it got... Uh, Got a bit carried away again, but we love those bastards. We wouldn't be able to get here if it wasn't for their support. So if you've enjoyed anything from the last two years, head over to patreon.com forward slash sapnin to get involved. Receive loads of bonus content on the wall and everything else in between. Yes, thank you very much to all of our patrons. You are absolute superstars. Last year's second year anniversary was a good celebration. Um, the Zoom party we had everyone with everyone was quite fun. I, I particularly like it when three of the boys took it on themselves to become uh, football score announcers and would cut in the conversation every now and again with uh, and now we go live to Andrew Keach uh, <laughs> uh, over to Andrew Keach and uh, he'd go oh, thanks Sean uh, yeah Jack Grealish is here and he's about to take a free kick and uh, yeah it was hilarious so it was super nice to see everyone if I missed anyone I'm so so sorry oh here's a, here's a tidbit that no, probably nobody knows during our Zoom um, I had a knock on the door to find out that I possibly had come into contact with somebody who had had coronavirus. Oh. Yeah, so yeah, I carried on with the Zoom, uh, finished the Zoom, and then um, went and got tested Monday in Merthyr Tidville, and it came back negative. Yay! So, everyone, don't worry about the test. It's not hard. Basically, I had to queue for 20 minutes. Then I went in. A man hands you a swab. Uh, like a medieval knight Ooh. and then you take it and you rub it in the back of your throat for five seconds on both sides and then with that same end and you chuck that end up your nose so I had to twist that up my nose I sneezed everywhere I probably made Mirtha more contaminated but half an hour later I had my results said negative so cool I am currently corona negative well congratulations so, Sean I'm very very glad to hear that thanks guys if you don't want to contract coronavirus check out our patreon <laughs> patreon.com forward slash happening where we don't have the cure 
Yes, perfect. Why don't we just get into this wonderful conversation now with Porter and Brandon from Atreyu. They're going to give you all the information about what's going on with the band, some secrets and good laughs in between. Yes! Go! Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sapnin! 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 Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! This week's guests on Sapnin Podcast are the fantastic Brandon and Porter from the brilliant Atreyu. Yes. How are you guys? Better now that you described us as brilliant. <laughs> yes! Uh, yeah. You feel great. Doing fantastic. How about y'all? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Not too bad, yeah, thank you. We're all right. Like, stuck at home. We're in a lockdown <laughs> at the moment. You guys so, are back um, on, like, full... Yeah, well, Wales, next door, obviously, to England. I have to explain, because you there might be some American listeners to this who don't I'm understand. I'm Welsh, so no, you know. Oh, no, I know that. I know yeah. you can speak a, a good bit of German as well. We'll come to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, us being next door, we went into lockdown, like, two weeks ago, and England's going into lockdown today or something like that i think for four weeks so we're kind of coming out of the lockdown but i don't think we will i think we'll just probably go back into it but um, one of our rules is that 30 people or more can meet up in a field i don't know why you'd meet up in a field in november but you can yeah hey, if you got a party you got a party you know what i'm saying <laughs> Is that a Gaelic thing? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. That's awesome. I love that. Um, but yeah, how are you guys? How are you guys coping? How is uh, COVID um, yeah, treating you guys? How's things over there? It's it's horrible, but um, <laughs> I mean, we're making do. At this point, um, you know, I think that we could both agree, me and Porter uh, alike, that our, our country is, is miserably failing this whole thing. And it's sort of different parts of the country are open in different ways. And um, 
where I live, people um, are idiots, unfortunately, and are not paying attention. Oh, snap. Yeah. And, Same here. Uh, Same here. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we're just doing what we can do. I mean, uh, we wear masks in public. Our circle of people that we come in contact with is pretty small and we do what we can. And I mean, I think we're both just wanting everything to go good so that it's like when you have like a really shithead sibling that keeps getting you both in trouble and you're like, but if you just stop, then we can both go out and play, please. Like this can end and we can both have fun. Like it's just yeah, a lot I, of people, uh, you know. I spent the first few months of this lockdown while we were working on the album in California at my sister's house in um, about 30 minutes from Brandon in like full lockdown. Like we were above and beyond every protocol that even was a rumor, just being so safe and careful. And then we finished the album and my wife and I drove, I live in Southern Alabama on 150 acres and pretty much the middle of nowhere. So that's what I've been doing. And it's kind of like, I'm a very introverted person as much as I enjoy being on a stage and touring and doing that world. And I spent a lot of time, you know, doing meditation and artwork and that sort of stuff. So this time has been wonderful in a way to let me be able to slow down to recharge. You know what I mean? And obviously like if I could trade my own, you know, moments of connection for everyone else's well-being and the lives be reversed back to this planet, then I would take that. But I'm trying to make lemons out of lemonade here. And it's been enjoyable. Like the times that I've come to California to work on a video or for us to rehearse during for this live stream we're going to do, I've been driving cross country because I don't feel safe flying yet. I'm staying with my sister. This is her den. This is not my garlic lady on the wall. <laughs> wish um, it was. I wish it was. <laughs> <laughs> so like I have, they, they are very strict about it and I have to respect their place in my house. You know, my family as well. Like we're dealing with some sickness in the family. So I have to be strict as well. So I'm trying to, you know, make the best out of it. I've been driving cross country, going through, places and visiting friends that are also very intelligent about their actions and very respectful of the situation. Hiked in Sedona recently, went through the mountains and meditated by a river. And so we're making the best out of it, man. We made nice. an album during it. Mm. So that's pretty cool. You know, we're going to do some cool things for our fans. And yeah, we've definitely been making the most, I guess you'd say. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I was going to say, yeah. yeah Cause other, otherwise the um, the other option is we never had this virus, and then you poor souls might have been in the UK with my brother. So um, <laughs> I, I, that is a positive. I can't wait. To be I would love. He's pretty much solidified. He's right pretty now. much solidified himself in in the with a position in on the trade camp. Anytime we come internet, just from one fateful summer. <laughs> Even if he gets more famous in the racing circuit and just completely abandons the merch world completely. He's always welcome with us. Yeah. He's fucking incredible. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I just, I've had longer with him. I think so. I've had, I'm a little, you know. Oh, yeah, give oh, us a few don't. more tours. You know too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. You probably had tops <laughs> two months of him to, you know, straight day to day. It was like, I've had, it's like three, three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. I had, thir I've had thirty-three years of the bastard. So yeah, you know, it, it can get a bit sick. Yeah. It's like too much sugar. It can get a bit sickening after a while. I don't think he even ran out of tracksuits. No, yeah, weeks, so, <laughs> you know, we're still. It, it took. We were about three weeks, and it took about five days to go to stop going. 
what's up with this dude? This dude's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's let's go into that a little bit. I mean, what is life like on the road of Jay Smith? I mean, is it just tracksuits and jokes? Wait a minute. Why are we talking talking to the brilliant Atreyu about my div of a brother? We should be asking them, right? We should be going, I'm so sorry that you've come across him. And uh, yeah, hopefully it won't happen again. But as you said, you guys considerably happy with him but yeah um i yeah I we i think we've all got stupid stories about jay um yeah, but only in three weeks we've got at least a couple so it's good oh come on please yeah. just let, let's let's have a let's have at least one he'd always sleep in his clothes which was weird he'd always get into his bunk fully clothed <laughs> true and then he had like special tracksuits for the big shows like his gold tracksuit he wore for uh rock and ring rock and park <laughs> uh, my wife's little brother was starstruck by him because they love MotoGP, the whole family. They've watched it. And my, my wife told him like, you know, we have this guy, he races sometimes, you know, Jay Smith. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, she's like, what, what the fuck? And so he came to one of the shows and was just like, Hey, so like, yeah, like all nervous right now. He's in his bunk with all his clothes on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was funnily enough. I'm we're currently recording this, and I'm in Jay's room. Jay's not here, um, but yeah, I found a pair of Adidas. You've, you're not going to believe this: Adidas denim trousers. If someone's going to have them, it's going to be him. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, if anyone's going to have them, it's going to be a psychopath. Did he just sew the logo on? No, no I think <laughs> so like what a normal pair. You no, know, no. What it was was when. Um, yeah, with my old band, um, we toured Germany quite a bit, and there was a girl from Adidas or Adidas there who would give us like samples of stuff. So we had like loads of funky. So like some of those tracksuits with the funky patterns probably came from her, but then she would turn up with these things and be like, "Oh yeah, use these things that Adidas are never going to make." And then we're like, "Yeah, fucking denim jogging bottoms." I can see why. Who the fuck? What? What? What's the practical use of a denim jogging bottom? That's a great band. Well, how are you going to jog in denim? That's a great band. Denim denim jogger bottoms. (laughs) It's a scar band. It's a scar band. (laughs) Right. right, Yeah. Right. If you guys get on Slam Dunk next year, and my band's on Slam Dunk next year, we're we're meeting together and we're doing um, an an impromptu set of the denim jogging bottoms. We'll refer to ourselves as as a super duper group. <laughs> yeah, and Jay is Jay is our hype exactly. guy. Exactly. Oh, Jacob Fronte. Jacob Fronte. <laughs> he does this all the time, but he has a microphone for it. <laughs> pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Yeah. Oh wow! Anyway, wow. Yeah, let's what, get off Jay. What, what, what a start! What a start! But I mean. Besides from that, I mean, guys, obviously, it's, it's been such a busy time behind the scenes for you lately. I think from an outsider looking in, it seems that there's been so much news right now. Working on new music, you've just released a new single in Save Us. And there's been a, a lot of kind of movements within the lineup, within the band. Brandon, you now taking full role as vocals. Porter having a little bit more of the backing and heavier screams. How is it being having those changes and, and seeing fans react to a new era of the band now i think uh obviously everything we're, we're going through is a humongous shift um for us as well as our fans i think a lot of times um sometimes fans don't realize how big of a shift it is for us also 
Um, it's not just like a flagrant, like, let's do this, I guess. So for us, I mean, once, once the shift happened and we kind of realized how we were going to go about, you know, I'll call it 2.0 of a tray. We kind of just got to work and, and it got really, we got really excited in the studio. Um, cause I think a lot of that was going really well. We had written some, some more songs and really kind of like showcased the new vocal approach with myself and Porter heavily involved as well. Like, and I think something that was really important to us was, and it's something that, that Porter brought up uh, quite a bit was, was the dynamic of a multi vocal thing in our band has always been something that's been really important. And we wanted to make sure we kind of retained that. So I think the first bit in the studio got us really excited. And then, you know, obviously we've been sitting on this music for a fucking minute because you can't, there's lots of steps that have to happen. And obviously we're in a pandemic. And so we've been, had a, a pretty much done, finished record for a while now. So now that people get to finally hear it, it's like that scary moment, but um, we've been getting such positive kind of feedback that it, it feels really, really good and, and validating. And it just makes us even more excited for, for the future. Like this live stream thing is like, I think the coolest thing that's happening in our lives. Cause we're just fucking so excited to like, we get in a room and practice and we have so much fun doing it. And then we like, we've been rehearsing more than we ever fucking have. And then like, we just want to be like under lights and, f and like feel our music and just show that to people. So um, it's overall, I think just overarching excitement at this point. Yeah. I think the coolest responses that I've seen to everything that's happened with the shift is how our fans in, I would say the majority have been like, oh, well, this is a bummer, but I'm going to support both of you now. And I have two arms of this to support. And I love, I love your band, so I'm going to support you and I'm going to support him as well. And that's what we want, yeah. you know? Like, I love that overwhelming support for both parties involved. Like, we want nothing but the best, you know? That being said, we're really fucking excited for this next round and we are here to prove ourselves again, you know? We have it. Are these songs sound amazing? We're we sound amazing as a band, and we're just really fucking excited for this future. Nice. Is um yeah. Is everybody okay and on speaking terms, or um yeah? What's what's the situation? Are you? I, I mean, if there's obviously um you know we'll call it a breakup. You know what I mean? Like there's obviously a separation. So I think that that's something that in our hopes, the future will heal and, and everything. Um, but you know, but the, the, the five of us in, in the current situation are, are tighter than ever. This is a normal thing, but it felt good the other night. Like we went out to celebrate Dan's nuptials, uh, last week and, um, we can't have a bachelor party because unfortunately strip clubs are not open during COVID. Uh, <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but I think it's fortunately it's personal. I heard about, I heard about the drive. Normally some States have drive through. You said Porter. Uh, uh, Wait, I don't know what? where, but I saw it on the internet. Like midsummer, I saw people, they started opening up drive through strip clubs. So it's like you go down a tunnel, there's a stage on each side with poles and there's ladies doing their thing. And you just drive Surely through Surely driving, driving through that would constantly sound like the beginning of Jump Around by House of Pain with the asses just on the windows. Yeah. <laughs> As their asses like, on the window. Like, Get off the car! My missus got to use this I car. Thought this was a Starbucks. Starbucks. I thought this was a Starbucks. I'll have a double cheese and a chicken mayo. No! Yeah. <laughs> 
America for all its turmoil at the moment, we did invent drive-through strip clubs. Exactly. So that's cool. I, I <laughs> can't believe that. I guess. Yeah. yeah that's blown my yeah. mind. Most countries are looking for vaccines or ways to cull it. You guys are like, how can we get more boobs? around this? But yeah. closer to how us. can the flesh hit the pole? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but take that however you will. Circling, circling back, circling back. Yeah. Mm. Yes. The other night we went to dinner because that's what we can do. And the five of us had like a four hour meal that was just hysterics and laughter and stories and and we just it feels fantastic so i'll say the five of us are my first meal since since march and yeah he's been fasting since march I was gonna say you. Yeah, that's you a great. long time. Uh, <laughs> just drinking yerba mate kombucha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering what that rumbling was in the background. Is your stomach? Yeah. Starving? <laughs> Get My bad. Get but into yeah, one so, of those drive-through strip and uh, burger places. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, you mentioned um, yeah being in the studio, and um, of course, Save Us is out now. Bang in, boys! Absolutely Thank awesome, you. love very, it. Very, very good. Um, Thank you. Was it with John Feldman that you did this? Yeah, we did the whole, the whole. What will be the whole next thing with John Feldman? Yeah, it's our third album with him too. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, we had him on uh, a couple of episodes ago. Yeah, he was awesome. Uh, very hyped up. It's that coffee. He likes his coffee. He's got an he energy does, for that, sure. That's just his baseline as well. Like he's <laughs> yeah. just that way. He wakes up like that. Just a caffeinated whirlwind. You know how like you never know. You see, there's like old Dracula movies where like Dracula just like comes out of the grave <laughs> like stiff as a board. That's how John wakes up in the morning. <laughs> the Undertaker for coffee. Yeah, yeah straight up. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, yeah. So yeah, how many how many songs? How many how many tracks did you record with John? A lot. We did a lot. It, it's uh, still up in the air what's going to end up on what and how many is going to be what. But we've recorded a lot of fucking songs. We did like 16. It was like 17 or 18? Yes. Well, 16, 17? Well, we did like 16 back in January. And then we did four more. Um, and then I think like maybe 16 or 17 of those made it to the final list of wow. songs that we love so yeah we were 17 songs Fuck. we have a lot of shit we have a lot of music to uh to do something i think that's the thing about when you work with john like if he doesn't kick you out of his house and his studio just keep going you'll just keep writing songs mm-hmm. like we could like we could go in tomorrow and write another 12 songs in you know a couple days but it, it's just it's insane how like creative a space he makes for you and how you get there and you're just like i feel the caffeine in the air and you just go you know yeah <laughs> did you have um do you have many people turning up because uh yeah we've had a couple of people on lately who've recorded with him as well and and said they were in the studio with him and then obviously travis i'll never leave john alone barker turns up and then yeah he was just he was just on about like he had a band called the hunter in and the singer from the hunter was there and all of a sudden he was like oh here's my friend pete and then he just had pete went to keep turning up and stuff i was just wondering if that's like a uh, recurring thing machine gun kelly machine gun kelly showed up oh what one day out of nowhere oh wow. and he was fresh off the fresh off the streets of la riots like he just came oh. from the riots and was there with all the like cop cars were lit on fire and he was like, yo, I was that I was standing right there. There was not a cop car. And then all of a sudden there was a cop car. And we were like, what is this movie ass cop car doing here with like these old ass tags on it? And then we saw someone messing with it and then it was on fire and none of us did it. And we're like, Ooh, yeah. like 
but they did that. Yeah, they came in like mid session and did that um, Rage Against Machine cover that him and yeah. Travis did. It. Uh, unbeknownst to the world, our our Travis Miguel played all the guitar on that song. Nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, we were cool. just kind of in the studio that day. But yeah, other than that, I mean, Travis is a, a, a decently reoccurring stop by. <laughs> it just kind of like cruises in and like says hey and then leaves. But but yeah, there's always less than usual people just like hanging around John's right now. But like he didn't even have his full like for a lot of the stuff we didn't even have like the full like his staff. You know, he's like his main engineer and like one other dude. Um, so it's not as like people coming through like usual. But there's always you're always gonna see someone ran for obvious yeah. Yeah. contamination purposes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but obviously talking about the the shift and you mentioned the Trio 2.0 earlier i mean in some aspects because you've been a band for over 20 years is all this kind of change quite refreshing in many ways it, does it feel like it's a new energy mm-hmm. with everything going on it does i mean to me it, it very much does i mean um being a band for so long not i would say almost no bands are are granted the insane opportunity to like get a whole new big huge bag of inspiration and hunger handed to them like i feel like complacency is uh, the killer of of art and i feel like having this shift and having to like porter said earlier re like almost reprove ourselves and and have like something new to like represent it's it's it takes all that away you know what i mean and, and it brings you back to that youthful place. And I said this a lot uh, when I was doing my other band, Hell or High Water, that it's like this like invigorating new energy that you only feel when you're like young and starting. And obviously we have decades of history behind the band and like an insanely massive and incredible fan base. But it's like, to us, it's like, well, we have to make sure that they're all on, on board and like we have to make sure that we're showing them like what we're working with now you know um so it's like it's invigorating it's the only way mm. i can say it nice yeah. well porter you mentioned earlier that you're a bit um uh oh what's the word not shy but but i've been quiet yeah introverted mm-hmm. thank you thank you brandon um you are hired morgan you are fired um <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I was, <laughs> yes, he's in. Well done. Yes, that's it. Does that's that? It. Are we? Does that mean I get to front the trio instead now? If you want, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh, look at they don't want that. Boys. They don't want that. We can try it for a few weeks. I tell you what, it out. We might as well just try yeah. it. What I'll what I'll do is I'll take one for the team for a tree you sake, right? And I'll keep Morgan <laughs> because otherwise, <laughs> kind of you. I, yeah, nobody wants that. He'd be a dreadful front man. We'll remember that one wow. day when this uh, thing works really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Portland, yeah, you're. Yeah, you mentioned earlier you're a bit of an introvert and stuff. So yeah, how are you finding the new screamy backy role? Um. Okay. Well, I'm introverted to an extent. You know, like I prefer the time alone, and I need more time alone to recharge. That being said, like. I, the last band I was in before a tree, I mean, this was 16 years ago. I was the front man, you know, we had four singers and I was in the front. Um, I bands before that I've been the front man and, you know, like I write a lot of lyrics, I write a lot of vocal parts and I have in all those other bands, but I never really did for this because, you know, in 2004, I was stepping into this band where it was like, okay, we have this guy who writes all the lyrics and does all the screaming. And we have this guy who does all the singing. And I'm like, I can do, 
both and all those things. Uh, okay. All right. So like, Oh, I mean, over time, like you, you'll hear there's moments where I've, I've written this melody or I've written, you know, suggested this lyric line, like the falling down lyric line was my idea. You know, like the main, like pre-chorus and chorus things. Like there's moments where I've like supplemented when needed. So when this new shift started to happen, like I'm more than capable to just step up and be like, all right, this is my thing now. Here's a bunch of lyrics. Brandon and I are like, I have this idea for this part. He's like, oh, that's awesome. Let's do this too. I'm like, great. And he's like, I got this idea. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Let me try it. And like, you know, we sit there and we, we brainstorm all the lyrics, like Dan shooting up lyric ideas, like every Travis as well. Like we're all five singing on songs. Like it's like Brandon said, it's just like a really, it's like a, it's like a shot of, um, I don't know, what do they give horses to win races, you know, that we just got <laughs> horse juice. by just, you know, yeah, they got ketamine horse juice. Um, but, uh, you like know, Porter, all natural. I feel like Porter is modest also. Like, I think what a lot of people don't fully understand um, also is that I think Porter really made his vocal debut subtly on Death Grip, but then, like, there's, like, one part that you really hear Porter by himself on Lead Sales in... Um, and uh, what's the fucking song? Lose it. Yeah. And the bridge. The bridge of that. That's just Porter. I, I completely but then, forgot about it until we were rehearsing. Yeah. And then, um, but like what people don't understand is that Porter, Porter's been all over our records since Death Grip. Um, like a lot of doubling, a lot of like layering, just cause like his voice is fucking ripping. Um, and even on this album too, like he's, I mean, he stepped, <laughs> stepped the fuck up into a lyric role, even from the beginning, like, like, the save us chorus is his idea. You know what I mean? Like the, the, there's a lot of like rad stuff going on. And like you said, like, we're all really like diving in and, you know, everyone in the band sings on this album, even Kyle, our new drummer who wasn't a part of the recording process, uh, sings on sings harmonies on save us just cause it was like, he can. So let's throw the voice on there, you know, like, um, so it's, it's, it's definitely cool. Nice. Yeah, because Brandon, one of the things I wanted to talk about with you in particular is the fact that obviously with you swapping roles, is it quite weird in a way to kind of give up being behind the kit, having Kyle now in the band? I mean, obviously you've known him for many years, you've been part of other projects in the past that you've worked on, but I mean, how, how is it being for you kind of being behind the kit for so long and now not necessarily being involved that end? It's definitely a different, I mean, obviously I've, I've fronted my other band and I fronted this band last summer in Europe, but it was definitely a whole new energy to get used to. Uh, it's a completely different. Don't, don't be coy. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I don't, I don't miss it. I don't, I don't miss it at all, but I think like adjusting to being up front surrounded by these dudes is an awesome but different thing to, to get used to but i think the main thing for me was that if i was going to s sort of relinquish the drumming it had to be someone with whom i i completely had faith in and wasn't going to worry about because the last thing i want to do is just like worry about what the drummer is doing and be like well that's not what i did and like fuck like oh, that's not you know what i mean so when Kyle came on board, it was like, okay, there's some stuff that's like written in history that like you have to play. Like you can't just like play the intro to right side of the bed, however you feel like it, like that one's gotta be how it is. Or, you know, like there's certain things where it's like, 
they're necessary. I'm like, but like take liberties, make it you. Every fill doesn't have to be the exact same. Everything doesn't have to be the exact same. And he's already adding his feel and his like pocket into our band. And for me, I don't even think about it. Like all I think about is like at the end of rehearsal of like when we were first starting to rehearse, it was like, you know, three or four rehearsals in where it was like, you're, he's locking in. And all I could really say was like, you're fucking killing it. That was great. Today was awesome. Noticeably great. And like, from there, I just don't have to worry about it. And that's the only way that I, this could have existed because if I just had to like nitpick and micromanage, which is very much in my nature, uh, it would have just been horrific for me and not fun. Hmm. So it's, it's just, I just can just forget about it. Yeah. I think what I, what I've noticed First off, Brandon was set behind the drums for some reason the other day at rehearsal, and I just looked at him like, "What are you doing?" It looks it, so. My point in saying that is, it just it feels very natural to have him up front now. And Kyle, like you know, we're rehearsing, and I just completely forget anything is even different. And then I look over, I'm like, "Oh, cool, Kyle." And then I start to notice, like again, I'm like, I'll get back into the groove of the song, and I'm like, "Wait, like." Brandon has a very particular style of drums and he's very talented and he beats the absolute life out of those drums. It's crazy. And Kyle hits hard as well, but he has this groove that, that Brandon would have sometimes, but it's just, it's a different person playing it, you know? And it's, so it's, I think he's added this other element that we didn't necessarily have before. And Brandon, no way, shape or form saying you're a bad drummer. You're fucking awesome. And I do miss Mary many aspects of you as well. But it's just having you then up front, having that like presence, that big boisterous presence is very good for us as well. And so, I don't know, man, it's exciting. Like we did some shows with Jay, like we started this conversation with uh, last summer and we kind of got thrown into the situation and Kyle came in, learned the songs and Slam Dunk was our first (laughs) time really ever yeah, like literally like two days. We had one rehearsal together in York and everything went wrong. Uh, <laughs> and we, so we played, the, we played the set like, we played like seven songs or something, not even. Uh, and so Slam Dunk was that first one and it was just like, fuck, this is awesome. This energy is something we've never felt before because we've never had this makeup, you know? We've never had, like, I remember just it's like the, whatever the first song is, let's just say Doomsday for, you know, the story's sake. And we're playing it and all of a sudden I'm like singing and playing and this freight train sprints by and I'm like, what the fuck was it? I genuinely got startled and it's just this guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> nice. it's, a, it's, a fun new, it's a fun new way of um, existing after so many years of, of you know, the old lineup. So I think a perfect exciting. way to explain the difference in mine and Kyle's drumming is my drumming is like the old wrestlers, the bushwhackers coming into the ring. <laughs> and it's true. Kyle's Kyle's just imagine Chino Moreno on stage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. I haven't heard this described. That's, just wow. yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. Uh, yeah. Brandon, I think you've gone the wrong way about being a front man because what I found being a front man is... Um, it's better if you, if you don't wear pants. Well, that, yeah, that, <laughs> obviously. Well, that's, yeah, that's the case for anything. Yeah. But also with being a front man is, um, yeah, you do it early on because you don't have to ever carry or touch any drums. Yeah, But what you've done is you've gone the full wrong way about it. You went, I want to carry drums and eventually be the singer now. I, I don't think I, I, when I started playing drums, I didn't think about the fact that I would have to touch them. 
And then I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck. And then, and then, but literally the other day, like we were like packing up or something for our music videos. And like Kyle was tearing down the drums and, and I went to like go grab drums and like jokingly, I was like, oh, wait, what am I doing? I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> no, oh, God. Not touching those. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant oh, oh so good that's the thing though I, I mean you just get to when tours eventually come back you first one straight on the bus straight in the shower you don't have to oh, pack lovely. down yeah I might actually stay the whole time you know I might just like <laughs> watch you know help the guys load out you know watch what? the whole yeah I might there's just no watch such, there's no front man ever admitting to Direct. helping a bu- yeah, yeah. No hey guys way. hey guys <laughs> great job yeah <laughs> <laughs> but while we're kind of reminiscing uh, about some of the band's history let's dive back into your journey over this past 20 odd years i mean in that time atreyu has kind of had influences for loads of different subgenres of metalcore to everything else in between but what do you guys really see the band is today i mean i mean what in the book of atreyu what chapter would you say you're at now I don't know. I, I feel like we've never any genre or like label that's ever been put on our band has always been someone else doing it, um, which every band is like, man, you can't like tie us down in a corner. Like, I get it. It's a fucking cliche. But at the same time, we've always sort of prided ourselves on just a band that just has done whatever the fuck we felt. Um, I think that started in a, in a heavier, more like metal way, but like, it still exists. Like, I don't think people fully understand what our next album is going to sound like. I think people expect us to like write pop records because we have songs like the time is now or falling down or becoming the bull. But at the same time, that's a Treyu. Like a Treyu is a, a beast of a hard rock band with some metal, with some punk and with some pop. I think that was like the only thing we focused on at the beginning of like starting to, to write new music. And uh, was that like, we just take all the shit that we do and, and turn them up to 11. Like the heavy is the heaviest it's been. The metal is the most metal. The pop is like unabashedly just pop. Like, and, I, but I don't think people, I don't think people are going to expect what, what, what they hear because especially with me coming up front and being the, the, the lead vocal, people are going to expect us to be singing all the time, but like Porter screams a fuckload and I scream a fuckload on this new record. And it's like, there's like some of the most heavy songs we've ever written. Save us. I think is one of the heaviest riffs we've ever written. And I know that's a fact because I have not seen one person listen to it without going like this. Prove it. That's a proven fact. It's like if someone eats food and is like, mm, like that's a thing. Like, so I don't. I, I don't think. I think we're still the we're still the same old Betrayu that everyone has grown to to know and love. It's just a, like an amplified version of of such. I think with every new album, we always go through this ringer of fans of our first two records that expect us to just rewrite that album. It's like, have you listened to us for the last like 15 years, dude? Like we've always shifted and done whatever we wanted to. We've written songs like the theft amongst death grip. And you're like, Oh, my favorite songs X is an, is X's and O's. And then you call us pussies 
for writing the time is now it's like have you listened to x's and o's the song's not heavy that's like, not heavy we're at not all. trying to be a heavy band we're not trying to be anything but a trio exactly. which will vary from song to song as it always has and every record will take you on a journey and it's a true reflection of ourselves as artists and creators and like we listen to every type of music like i was raised on paul simon and willie nelson you know like do you love fucking Tom Petty and all these other things. Dan clearly loves 80s metal. Like we're, we're going to be all over the place on this record as we have been since almost our inception. I'm speaking from my time since death grip, yeah. you know what I mean? But I think that people uh, always do. Like I saw like a, a reaction video to save us. And it was like, I guess I was just, I guess I was just wanting X's and O's expecting X's and O's. It's like, I guess I was expecting a song that they wrote, like 15 years ago and have released several albums since then that sound more like this. But I think those, the, that section of people is very minute at this point. People just want to fucking rock man and party. And we're that band for you, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now more than ever. That actually answers, the, rock that actually answer, that's your, answers your question. Long story long. So where's the trade right now? We're just a band that wants to help you rock out and party, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, that should literally be. Yeah, we shouldn't have done anything else in the podcast. We should have gone something, something, something. Hi, yeah, right. I was saying, hey, we're just a band that hey, just wants to rock a whoa, party. Whoa, whoa. We're just a we band. can leave in the drive-through strip club part. Oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Oh yeah, that. Oh not at that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Something, something. Yeah, we just want to rock and party. Anyway, we're off. Bye. What? Yeah. This is the world's shortest podcast. Um, yeah, was there any... Um, yeah, you mentioned um, different things and different songs or whatever. Was there any of John's crazy technique, recording techniques come out in this? Is there any backwards bicycle sounds is there any he always goes i have a story uh one of the songs uh <laughs> he, he was, he's always like this he goes into like production mode where he kind of just puts his head down and starts working and you don't you learn to not interrupt that because it's you, you need to just let it come to fruition to be like that's fucking cool and a lot of times like lead sales for instance like lead sales each song we went to go mix that record probably had about 30 tracks that ended up coming out uh, but like it's all in there because it's, there's there's goodness you just have to like dissect the goodness and make sure see what works but he's got a lot more focus with that but there's a on this specific uh session he started doing this sound whatever and he opens this plugin and i was like ah, i was like i don't like that and he looks over. this was like 15 minutes long yeah he was you could just see brandon like i was like uh. and he finally looking at us like yeah the guy he pulls up this sound and he like plays the sound that's going and i'm like and i'm like no i'm like i don't think i like that and he looks at me and he clicks the plugin that he just opened and it changes the sound completely and i go i like that <laughs> within a second like i don't like that mm, i do like that but yeah he's 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 a genius man like he is uh not only his energy that he provides but his talent his writing talent his his just knowledge is insane but his production is just what goes on in his brain is 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 magnificent well that's the thing yes like i know like we've spoken to so many people who've recorded with him and everyone's got like a crazy story about how he wanted to do something insane in a tunnel or um yeah r r pedaled a bike backwards and then used it as a verse he or any of that he told us he once recorded underwater and i'm still confused as into how that can happen i don't know he's john he's john feldman that's how. <laughs> <laughs> we we learned we learned on lead sales like we were a lot younger and a lot more like we know what we're doing this is how we're a, a metal band and 
And we learned during that process to trust him and to like, like get to this experience. Like Brandon just described where you're just like, it's, he's going to make cool shit. You'd always have to say yes to it, but at least let him try it. Cause you never know what that'll spark in your own brain. And he does such a fantastic job of harboring and harnessing and creating this environment for you to be the best version of you, which is believe me, not every producer does that. Not every engineer does that. And I have felt comfortable and welcome in every time I've ever worked with him and other albums, not so much. They're just, they just want you in and out the door. They don't give a shit about you. John Feldman cares. His people care. And it's, you can hear it in our songs and you can hear it in our, you know, it, it enhances us as a band outside of just recording an album with him, which is, I don't know, fucking special. Nice. That's very yeah. beautiful to you. Yeah, really, awesome. really, really nice. But having like kind of time to reflect on a lot more things now with oh, everything going on over the last two decades. I mean, is there any moments that really stick out to you that you've been just blown away by when you think back of what the band's actually managed to achieve? If like any tours or meeting some musical heroes or just just experiences in general that you just when you have time to sit back and think that you're always kind of blown away by? I think we have, a, I mean, I have a lot of those. Um, yeah, I mean, how much time we've, do we yeah, have? We've, <laughs> we've been very fortunate to where like, I would say about 98% of our entire career has just been this sort of like gradual slow uptick, you know? And it's just been this like gradual growth. And we're very, very fortunate to not have had very many moments of just like, fucking shattering you know like nobody fucking cares like it, i uh, bands go through that and it's normal but we've had like i think one album that like was like we were like oh fuck does anyone care anymore but then you you look at the numbers and they're still fine you know it was just uh, uh, us I, I think we continually have those those opportunities i think are those moments like every time we work with elements one of those moments we've done tours with fucking every musical hero from fucking Lincoln Park to Chris Cornell to Iron Maiden to like fucking everyone. Like we've gotten to play shows. We are a freaking short haired, pretty boy, freaking hard rock band from Orange County, California. And we got to open for Iron Maiden in stadiums in Mexico. <laughs> what? Like shit like that. You know what I mean? Like we got to like, play a tour with Lincoln park and like on multiple occasions, like Chester or Shinoda or like multiple dudes from that band. We're like watching our show, same tour fucking Chris Cornell wore one of our shirts on stage. And you're like, what the fuck? We dropped merch off. Dude, I was, I was eating alone and catering day two of that tour with Lincoln park. We're on side stage. We think no one gives a shit. And I'm sitting hey, there. Bro, we're headlining side catering. stage. We're headlining side stage. <laughs> so I'm sitting there you know, hanging out, Chester sits down in front of me. He goes, Hey Mark, just wanted to say like, you guys were fucking awesome today. Like I really, I'm wow. really happy you're on this tour. I was really impressed by that. And I'm like, I don't care if his PA looked on the little book and told him my name, who cares? He took the moment to do that. And that's just like, like that's was so inspirational for me. And that has made me want to be that for our fans and our the people that we tour with especially like like there's so many one one-off moments that i could list that are wonderful mo milestones in our career but i will say that the pause that we took from the end of 2010 until when we came back for long live was huge for us 
as a band and as humans separately as well. And we had some rough years towards the end of that. And with, uh, I would say 2009, 2010, a lot of us weren't showing up every night, giving our all. I wouldn't say we were bad. And I wouldn't say it was at the same time. Most people wouldn't even notice, but me personally, I know that like, I wasn't giving my all every night or not every night, but some nights. And I wasn't being the best version of who I could be And that time away. When we played our first show back at chain reaction in September 11th, 2014, I think it was, uh, it's a pretty memorable day. Um, and so when I stood up on that stage again, I was like, do I even miss this? Do I even want to do this again? Like, I, like I said, I'm introverted. I wasn't, you know, those three years off. I wasn't like, man, I wish I could get on stage again. And then I did. And I got up there and I was like, fuck, like this interchange between you your band and these people that are wonderful enough to give you the time of day, not to mention pay to come and see you that like tidal wave of love and interchange is something that I will never take for granted again. And I haven't since like every single show I've played since that moment, I've given my all to every single, I've tried to lock eyes with all, you know, 200 or 60,000 of them. Like I want to be present and there for them because what else is the point? And especially for the other four people on our stage, like I owe it to my band and myself and our fans to be there every moment. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, this feels pretty fucking awesome, man. So yeah, every show since 2014. That was beautifully said, honestly. Like, no, it was, it was, it was, said, that, yeah. was, that was very beautiful. It's true though. I was choking up a little bit. It's true. But didn't show. It's it's fucking true. It's straight up true. You have to, you have to, I feel like you, you have to do that in a band. You, 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 don't deserve to be here if you don't give that yeah well um yeah have you had any interactions oh no it's, no it, that kills the mood that kills the mood i was going to go with interactions with dickheads but don't worry about it um, it's fine but yeah i would like to ask a bit more about chris cornell because i was i'm such i was such a huge fan of his and never got to see him live at all and stuff but but what was what was it like touring with him and and getting to meet him actually uh, and getting to know him a bit more so I never even got, I never met him. I met him like oh. in passing, but like we, like later in the tour, we had just like, we're a, a friendly band. So we're like, why don't we just give, like we, we sent merch to like every band on the tour, like got their sizes and then just sent merch to like their dressing rooms and just like, Hey, like stoked to be here with you guys. Here's some stuff. Um, but that, that whole thing came from the fact that in our heads, like, we're like, yeah, Cornell's shit and Lincoln Park shit, maybe is probably just going to go to their crew and like whatever, but it's the gesture. And then that day he wore the shirt on stage and I think all of us wept while watching him. We would go like at least three of us every, every day and watch Chris Cornell. And it was, yeah, it was your routine a lot. Every magic. night you went and watched them. Yeah. Hmm. Magic. Yeah. Um, are, are there photos of Chris Cornell in this Atreyu t-shirt? There got are. It, mm -hmm. There is proof. There is proof. Right. I'm going to have a, yeah, I'm going to have a Google after this and have a look now. I'm gonna, yeah, I'll just be chuffed sure. for you. Um, but yeah, it's funny you should say, like you had that like Linkin Park makes you want to feel, you know, makes you want to be better. Because I had something similar. Um, my old band played um, the Project Revolution tour when they did it in Munich. And weirdly enough, NERD were on the um, tour. Sick. And yeah they were that makes they were, sense uh, yeah unbelievable two drummers two drummers oh, yeah two yeah two drummers didn't need one of them um they were unbelievable <laughs> right so i was standing out with dress and my dress was next to theirs and they came off stage and pharrell walked past and i was like 
I'm not allowed to talk to him. I've been told not to talk to him. But fuck it, whatever. I'm from South Wales. Uh, this is going to happen now. Yeah. Imagine Jay. Well, Jay was there. Anyway, I'll get to Jay in you know. So, Pharrell walks past and me being the typical boy from South Wales, I was like, oh, oh good gig, I was. Nice one. Good gig. And he was like, uh, he stopped and he went, what? What, really? I was like, yeah, that was fucking unbelievable. Like, you're the ultimate party band. That You were fucking... Uh, uh, he was like, oh, I didn't... Oh, I didn't think anybody from your rock you know from your world the rock world or whatever he's like oh i didn't think you'd be into it and i was like are you fucking serious that was fucking brilliant yeah. <laughs> so we were sitting down he was me and the other singer in my band at the time and he came and just sat between us pharrell did and just started chatting to us about he was recording some artist at the time who was like a rapper but he wanted to sound like nine inch nails and all this stuff and i was like well, this is bonkers i wasn't expecting pharrell to even know nine inch nails <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and then um yeah, uh, and then Jay was standing behind him, full tracksuit as always, going, look at his watch, look at his watch. <laughs> and I looked at Pharrell's watch and he had a G-Shock watch on just covered in diamonds and Jay was like, I want that watch. <laughs> You're like yeah, enjoying yeah. the situation. He's like, the watch. <laughs> I'm like, it's Pharrell. And he's like, yeah, but look at this, look at the time. Um... <laughs> But yeah, like yeah, but Pharrell made me want to be, uh, and at, from that moment on as well, I like, I, I think I changed as a person because I was like, well, if Pharrell can talk to me, and you know, not want to slap me in the face and be a prick to me, why, you know, I should never ever. ever the reality think I'm is, above, yeah, I'm above anyone. Who the fuck are you, or who the fuck yeah. am I, or who the fuck are any of us? Like, yeah. all of us wake in the more up in the morning and fucking shit the same way, like. When I get the when I get a cold, I'm a snotty mess and it sucks like a baby, just like everyone else in the world. Like fucking spicy food gives me the shits, just like yeah. everyone else in the fucking world. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like who the fuck yeah. are we? Just because we do something that people think is good, yeah, cool. Like we should be even more grateful that they enjoy it and that we can live in houses and live this fucking cool life that we live. You know what I mean? Because someone likes what I do. You know, like that's, there's no room for douchebaggery here. It's not the seventies. That was the idea behind in our wake, the, the album and the song, especially like I wanted to write a, a song that captured the feeling and the idea that like every day we have a chance to be a person that enlifts up, excuse me, uplifts and encourages and helps the people around us grow and leaves every, that interaction with us feeling that the way that you felt from Pharrell or me from Chester or whatever, or you can be a shithead. You know what I mean? Like, and when you choose the path of being a, just a good human being and respectful and kind and inspiring and uplifting, you don't know how that's going to affect the world around you, the people around you, their communities, their families. It, it goes like a ripple across this earth in ways that we can't even comprehend. And it's so easy to just be like, thank you cashier person at the grocery store for your help today. And they're like, Oh me. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you helped me a lot. Thank you for bagging these groceries for me. You know what I mean? Or whatever it is, you know, and it's so important and it's so easy. And it like, you know, you're still sitting here talking about that one interaction with Pharrell and he has no recollection of it, no, you know? Not at all. Not at <laughs> it meant all. a lot to you. Yeah. And it's important, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I hope he doesn't have a recollection of it because I bet he's 
fucking terrified. What if he was <laughs> like, what if he was like, yo, so I'm sitting there talking to these really fucking nice dudes and this guy behind me, I could hear him whispering, the watch, the watch. And I thought I was going to get robbed, but like, he didn't rob me. I don't know. That's what he remembers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be so good. Yeah. He ended up inviting me to a show that they did in London. Oh, and imagine if he had texted me going, don't bring your brother. Yeah. Don't bring your brother. Yeah. You, you can come Not to the show. Guy. Yeah, you can come to the show, but yeah, don't bring the fellow in the camo tracksuit pointed <laughs> on my watch. Um, but yeah, like you said, like that, ri- like that ripple effect. Like it made me nicer. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, I've been nicer to people who who might have come and gone. Oh, well, Sean was surprisingly nice, dis- despite how he brings himself across online. Um, Sean's actually turned out quite nice. And then yeah. Pharrell doesn't know, he doesn't probably doesn't remember me, but yeah, he doesn't even know that he's caused that, which caused me to do that, which, yeah, yeah it's just, it's crazy, innit? It's crazy, but that's. It's fun to think about. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, any other stories of like meeting humans, uh, meeting heroes, not humans, because we've all done that, there's loads of them, they're everywhere. Um, yeah, meeting like really big heroes, or. I think um, one of the other ones that sticks out was when we played with Maiden and uh, Nico and the bass player Maiden also were watching us, like watching our the second show that we played. And as we walked off stage, we're like, fuck, like, first of all, like, they're just standing there. Like they didn't walk off when we were done. They're just still standing there, like as we're walking off. And if you've ever heard about playing with Maiden or played with Maiden, you know, it's horrifying. Um, like Maiden fans mm-hmm. care about Maiden. He literally has scars from being hit with like a big pin in the face. Um, right here. We like, yeah. So we have probably had like, I don't know, $200 in fucking Mexican coin tossed on stage, but you're in a stadium with what? 60,000 60, people, 40,000 people. We get off and they're like, Hey, I just want you to know. They're like, first of all great show and they're like we want you to know they're like just want you to know they're like we requested you to be here like we wanted you to play this show and i know that might have been rough but they're like you finished your set which is more than a lot of maiden openers can say so like just wanted you to know that like great job and we're like oh like i didn't know that yes and <laughs> then you think it's a disaster and then you realize that like all the merch you brought is gone and everything sold and then you realize that maybe there's like a couple thousand people that loved you but they don't matter in a sea of forty thousand. but like that was fucking cool he didn't have to say that he didn't have to watch he didn't have to do nothing and it was steve, like it was steve Harris. i don't know why i blanked his name earlier steve harris but um it was like okay you're in fucking iron maiden you're in the biggest metal band to ever exist essentially you know? yeah that's mad but, isn't it? And I'm lucky. I'm lucky to have like I feel a lot of people that like artists or bands that I've met. Most of them that I'm actually like friends with. I mean, that's why I'm friends of being friends with them is that they're just fucking cool people. You know what I mean? Like they're just regular, real people. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Yeah. These these stories have been absolutely beautiful, gentlemen. So thank you so much. But with but with all that as well, obviously now you know new music on the way you've got the live stream carry the fire of two nights coming soon as well i think but what else can we expect from a treyu for the rest of 2020 and heading into 21 now is it just getting everything finalized for this record and and more surprises along the way yeah we're finalizing everything for the record obviously that's you know 
that'll be wrapping hopefully soon. Um, pretty much all of our energy right now is going into the live streams into into carry the fire. Um, it's the first time we've ever done something like this. Um, we've never been a band that did much of like the live stream stuff um, at all, even like shows. It just we just never did it so we're super excited um but that's where all of our attention is going right now it's definitely going to be the most gnarly thing we can possibly do um and just like the staging and the lighting and everything there's so many details so that's pretty much where our heads are at uh until that happens or those happen rather and then we kind of will enjoy the holidays and and spark up again next year Uh, it's my hope that obviously nothing's changing in the world anytime soon but at least now we can continue to provide our little relief to people you know so we're excited we're definitely really excited as we've said before i don't know if you could tell yet by this interview but we're very excited (laughs) so yeah one word one word to wrap up uh how a tree was feeling uh oh excited (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. So yeah, if everybody just goes to a treyuofficial.com, um, you can get tickets for the stream which is on November the twentieth. I'll get them even, then... even more direct. Go to a treyumerch.com. A Treyu official will just take you to a Treyu merch. But a treyumerch.com or look at any of our socials. Um, November twentieth, December fourth, we're doing what we're calling a greatest hit set. It's essentially it's our most popular songs according to the fans. And then night two will be uh, Lead Sales Paper Anchor, front to back, never been played like that before. Uh, a lot of the songs have never been played, period. It's going to be fucking great. I, 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 nice. can't, I can't wait. Awesome. awesome. Well, yeah, thank yeah. you so, so Thanks, much. Um, thank, thank you, you for, um, yeah, thank you for the music over the years. Yes. Um, yes, you've made many a club night fun for me. <laughs> um, and... Uh, yeah thank you very much for everything and yeah let's hopefully we can get to do one of these in person and maybe instead of morgan we'll have jay whoa (gasps) he can be here as well why you don't have to replace me we can have have a six that's a good no we can't Uh, the couch is too small (laughs) the couch is too small (laughs) yeah i was gonna do yeah the brother's grim or the brother's chin it would probably be yeah yeah. 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 thank you guys thank you so much thank you so so much cheers boys thank you thanks for y'all's time Yes! Tidy, tidy, tidy. Thank you so much for the boys from yes. Atreo returning for their own episode of Sapton Podcast. What a band, some incredible stories, and they really love your brother. Yes. Well, someone's got to, because uh, <laughs> nobody in my family does anymore. Oh. You'll never hear this, so it's fine. Um, yeah, we all had a meeting last week when oh. my family got together. And we've, um, where we decided, because it's coming up to Christmas now, hmm. um, every year we oust somebody from our family. Into oh, the really? Wild. Yeah. So um, it looks like Jay's time is up. So he's probably going to be oh. homeless or out. If you are walking around the woods in South Wales, be very careful over the next couple of months because my brother Jay might be out and about foraging for food. All right. Well, Two things from that. Um, I reckon he'd be able to sell people stuff because he's good at selling merch. So he might just survive. He might find some rubbish and get people to sell it. Um, and secondly, how do you determine who gets voted off? Like, is it like a survivor? Like, you all vote someone off the island kind of scenario? No, it's, uh, no, spin a bottle. <laughs>
Fair, that that works, that works too. But yeah, some great tidbits in there with a conversation from Atreo. John Feldman always gets a bloody mention on on this stuff now. I mean... I reckon, I reckon (laughs) we do a new thing, right? We see if we can... Next episode, I don't know who it is yet. Whoever next episode is, we got to see if we can go a new episode without mentioning uh, John Feldman. It would be a change, Because at the moment, this is turning into Feldman in with Sean Smith. (laughs) And... um, yeah, so but yeah, unbelievable. It just goes to prove how awesome, I guess, he is as a producer and as a person that all these bands just constantly want to keep going to him. So, yeah, nice one again, John. Yeah, nice one, Feldy. Go back to episode 99 if you haven't listened to John appearing on the podcast. And don't forget, not only is Atreo's brand new single Save Us available everywhere now, but the band have that two day live stream events available on their website, atreomerch.com where you can watch back their greatest hits live stream in the comfort of your own living room right now and get excited for December 4th's lead sales paper anchor happening next week. So get ready, atreumerch.com for all of that. I'm very excited to see what comes next with the band and more new music. Yes, definitely. I think Raiders and Atreyu should tour together in the UK at some point. So I'd like that. So uh, yeah, thanks again to Atreyu. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, thank you very much. Please please let us know. If it's your first time listening to the podcast, please get in touch with us at Pod on Twitter and Instagram at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D and let us know that this was your first ever time listening to the podcast and let us know what we could do better. I know the answer is going to be talking clearly and having questions and items ready to talk about also, Sean. But guess what? That's not how it works. But... Yeah, if you listen to this for the first time and you've enjoyed it, uh, check out all the other 104 episodes because there's definitely some other people there you will definitely 100% like because we've done some fantastic chats. Even if you've never heard of the band, I reckon if you listen to the chat, you like the person by the end of it because we haven't had a single dickhead on yet, have we really? No, no. Except, I- except, except me. <laughs> no, I've enjoyed all the conversations. I mean, it's, it's just interesting hearing people's stories and getting their behind-the-scenes insights into everything. That's why we do it. We love it, and we really appreciate all your support. So give us a follow, Twitter and Instagram, at Pod, like Sean said. And if you're a regular listener and you haven't checked out our Patreon yet, we strongly advise you should, because it's a bit cheeky in it, really. I mean, you get these for free. Stop being a fucking grifter. Yeah. yeah. If you've listened, if you've listened to over fifty episodes of this now, right? <laughs> you owe me and Morgan some fucking money, right? <laughs> so make sure you go to patreon.com forward slash happening and pay your dues. <laughs> because if you've listened to over fifty episodes, that's free. Think how long that is, right? How long's an album? Your standard album. Tops an hour, right? Yeah. Nowhere near an hour, but tops an hour. We put out an album every fucking week for people, right? <laughs> and they listen every week, some of them, right? And they haven't paid a penny. And then they'll go online and, 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 and complain now when their favourite band is splitting up because they can't afford to be a band anymore. <laughs> but yet here we are, smashing out the content for 105 weeks so far. Are you listening to loads of them and you haven't given us a penny you want to be a bloody shamed of yourself <laughs> that's, the, that's the best patreon plug i think you've ever done 
So, well oh, done for that. Bastards, man. <laughs> ba- you know, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of these freeloading twats. <laughs> Give me some of that money that you owe me. That's patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Everyone in there's lovely. So, I mean, meet some new friends. Why not? Anyone is welcome. <laughs> but yeah, while we're at it as well, just want to say a massive thank you to every single person involved so far in our Patreon community. If you head over to the description of this episode, there's loads of names that we thank. But we want to give a massive, gigantic shout out to the elite members of our Patreon community. They're the top tiers and probably change their name as they do every week to something stupid so Sean can read out and have a laugh about the two of us. So what's right, it going to be? Right, I just want- Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Say, um, see you later to our regular listeners. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, here we go on Patreon bastards. Let's have a look. Thank you very much to the amazing Kylie Wheeler. Mayumi Liwaway, Mitch Perry, Sarah, top half fish, James. Yeah, that makes sense. She does look like a fish, the top half. Janelle, top half fish, Caston, again agreed. Oof. Emma Barber, Kelly Young, Nathan Croshaw. Morgan wants to fight Sean Smith, Mortal Kombat style. Morgan would lose. Liam Connolly, Michael Engler, Scooby Drew Styles. Paul, bottom half fish, titwanks for the win, Urshfield. Thank you very much to Kelly Ewan, Kat Besant, Amadine Urbano, Tony Michael, Morgan wants to fight Matt Riddlebro, Amy Campion, Johnny Phillips, who doesn't listen to this, Scott, bottom half fish Jones, Suckle my noopels, uh, Bert, thank you very much for coming back, Ollie, top half fish Amesbury, Simon Amos, Jodie Shannon, Jenny the Chartshooter Munster, Kate Stevenson, Emily Senegals, Lucy Diaz, Dana Lasnova, Martina McManus, Kelly Mallory, Erin Auer, John and Emma, Becky Andy, Marty Jacobson, Louis Cook, Jason Heredia, Nula Clark, Jenny Robinson, Sandra Kuacek, Mike Cunningham, Kelly Cannon, Kevin Clark, Sir Cumsize. Ah. Oh. James McNaught, Livy Cropper, Tallulah Grant, Stuart, Mark Andrews, Matt Etard, and Simon Martin McNaught. 
I don't know why he's put the names of the band Junior in the middle of his name, but he have. Sharifa Wadali, Lydia Anderson, Craig Top, our fish it is, Aris, Adam Parslow, Julia, Unnecessary Vs, and Zeds, Ravich. Thank you very much. Ah. Correct. Alice has floppy wood. Crispiano Ronaldo, and last by no means least, Keris Andrews. Um, we should just clear up, for anybody who is still listening, mm. who wasn't part of the Zoom call, one of the questions we got asked was, would you rather have sex with a mermaid, but would you rather top off be a fish or bottom off be a fish? Yeah. And we had a lengthy discussion. Well, well, how, yeah, how you could find out the result of that is go to patreon.com forward slash sapling where the video is up now. Yeah. <laughs> Give, yes. Give us the money that you haven't <laughs> given us that you've listened to all of the other episodes for. Anyway, um, yes, thank you very much to all of those people, to everybody in the Patreon. Go to the description of this podcast to see more names and uh, more absolutely beautiful bastards who help us make this podcast and survive every week thank you very much to all of those guys you are absolutely fucking super yes you are some of our favorite people and the messages everyone sent in over the last week have just filled our emo hearts with delight i've cried many times because of it over the last seven days but then i also cried because i couldn't find a pair of tracksuit bottoms as well so take that with what you will thank you to everyone for listening thanks again to atreo thanks to sean and i guess we'll see you next week unless there's anything else you want to say sean oh i thought you were gonna say oh let's see you next week unless we all die well yeah there's that but i'd like to be a well, bit yeah. optimistic oh, right. if you're listening to this now try not to die by next week yes please um if if, if you do well you can't tell you can't let us know really um anyway Sapnin! i don't know what i went on but there You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much.